Welcome to episode 73 of the Organic Honey Podcast. I am your host, M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called Paid in Full. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Brothers and sisters, I am still feeling the music. In fact, I think I'm in love. No, all seriousness, I know I am in love with music and I will be for the rest of my life. But I've been so inspired by music lately that I've decided to name a few episodes on Organic Honey Podcast, title them after song titles. So I want to give a shout out to Eric B. and Rakim for giving me the title of today's show, Paid in Full. And it's a good song too. Check it out, will you? So brothers and sisters, today we are talking about generational wealth. I don't understand the concept of generational wealth. I mean, it seems simple, but I'm not quite sure. So I'm hoping you brothers and sisters can help me out. I know generational wealth is what we aspire to work for, invest, and save so that our children and our grandchildren will be cool fiscally. Now, I understand that I mean, every parent wants their child to have the very best and not have to struggle or wonder where their next meal is coming from or where their next dollar is going to be. I understand that wholeheartedly. I work a job, my husband works a job, and we are decent stewards of our money. We could be a little better, but we are decent stewards of money. But what is everyone's obsession with generational wealth? And the thing is, I think that term is disguised for what people really want to do. Get and hoard money. I think people want wealth, whether it's generational or not. I think people just want money because we need money. We need to survive in this world and we need currency to do it. And these days, because of technology and all of its advances, we are able to grab hold to money a whole lot faster than we did before. Gone are the days where we will work such long hours in tedious positions and get meager and marginal wages and save and then hope that we can have a better sense of life later. Gone are the days where you will work your fingers to the bone until you turn 65 and then save up for your social security and live the rest of your days that way these days is not like that anymore everybody is trying to get to the almighty dollar everyone is trying to get their hands on those american dead presidents and i'm sure the currency from around the world and we are doing so much to make sure that that happens we are using technology for our greatest advances so we are doing podcast hint hint or we are coming up with YouTube channels and TikToks and social medias and we're getting our own businesses and we're buying properties and we're willing and dealing on the stock market and we're getting to that bag. Everyone is chasing the bag. Everyone is trying to get that money because we somehow in these times think that we need money to be human. We have connected wealth with humanity and we have now made money an idol so much so that everywhere you look 
is about generational wealth and breaking those curses. And I can't say I blame people. I understand wanting to break those traditional curses of not having any money and being broke, busted, and disgusted. I totally understand that. History has taught us that. Now, I am black. African-American, black, however way you want to call it. I am a proud Michelle. Okay? Let's make that clear. But history has done people of color a disservice when it comes to gathering wealth i mean we have racism we have systemic racism we have downright poverty and the powers that be meaning the law will not let us get our fingers on the post because they have decided that people of color are undesirable we are dumb we are stupid and we have no need for society in fact, people of color was once considered less than human. We were once three-fifths of a human. I don't know what that means, but I thought that all humans were made the same way. Limbs, flesh, bone. But somehow, some way, in the molecular craziness of culture and history, we have become less than human. And now that we are full human, we still do not have rights. And I just don't mean for black or African American people. I mean all people of color, meaning anti-Caucasian. Unfortunately, history has implanted this. And because of this, it became a thing. It's been the world's longest trend. And nowadays, we all have way more rights than we did before. And we all are considered human now. So we all have our finger on the pulse. And we all have a chance and a shot at wealth. But my question is, is wealth, at least fiscal wealth on earth, worth it? Because it seems to me that people who chase the bag are the most miserable people. You hear about celebrities all the time who have more money than you or I would ever dream of. And yet they are checking into facility to try to get their brains right. They are at home in captivity because they can't go anywhere else. And they spend the rest of the time entertaining us with the falseness and fallacies of their realism so that we will be in awe with their wealth wealth is the currency of the world and that's how it is or is it i look at those celebrities all on social media and our televisions and they are promoting their wealth they never never and always will you see a new clothing line a new makeup line a new stream of music a bunch of movies it's all about entertainment and that's what i think general weight oh excuse me generational wealth is entertainment and it is entertaining to see how far we humans will go to just get our fingers there just to get our foot in the door is it worth it i don't know because i do truthfully believe that money runs from those who chase it because it always do if you always running after the bag what happens once you catch it guess what 
especially in the country in the United States, inflation happens. So once you get that bag, it's not even worth what you chased it for. Sort of like a used car or a brand new car. The minute you drive it off the lot, it decreases in value. And that's what money does. And for people who chase generational wealth, it's the same way. You could get it, but it's just not worth what it used to be. Let's say that you've quit your job and got your own business and you obtain money very quickly. And you've invested in so many things. But what happens when the stock market crash or your investments just do not have dividends? Then what? Are we back running, chasing, grabbing, wishing, hoping, dreaming? Hmm, I'm not sure. Doesn't sound like it's worth it to me. I grew up thinking that education was going to be the thing that would break generational curses of poverty and get you wealth. And I'm not saying they was wrong because there was some sort of truth to that. But I think that education is just nearly not enough for generational wealth. I think generational wealth is for people who truly want it because they don't see the value in their own value. Now, I'm not opposed for anybody working really hard or learning the things that they need to learn. And if you happen to find a loophole or a backdoor that will help you obtain that generational wealth, then I'm all happy for you. So I'm not just a rich person's hater. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. I love those who are able to go against the grains of historical nonsense and come out alive and ahead i am absolutely proud of you i just want to know what are those efforts worth it's funny to me that we have great efforts to create money but we do not invest in ourselves we don't invest in our souls we don't invest in our minds we don't invest in love and we don't invest in each other but when it comes to money there is all fairness or no fairness between love and war and we have connected money to everything which is why i think it lacks value we connected money to things and materialistics and status and visual effects and you know even with each other there's some of you and me that will not even give a dollar to someone that's less fortunate because we're afraid of what they're going to do with it and for it and that's just not cool, brothers and sisters. So are these efforts to making all of this money worth it? And here is the thing about money. We all want generational wealth. We want our kids to be okay. We want them to be fine. But do you know that there's so many rich people who hold back from their kids for their wealth? Let's take people like Bill Gates, for example, that only leave their children marginal wealth for when he passes away he leaves his kids a fraction a meager fraction of what he has accrued and this is because he wants his children to understand the value of a dollar and have to work for it like he did never mind the privilege that they already have that knocked those doors down for them unlike the rest of us who lack that sort of privilege he is virtually hoarding money and that's what rich people do so why do we want to be rich so badly is it because of what we see 
Is it because we think life will be easier? Is it because we think that you have more options? What is it about being wealthy? And it's just so crazy to me. We don't value ourselves unless we're making valuable money. It's it's just a topsy-turvy, up-and-down, wrong way to think. At least I believe so. And I'm not saying that because I am not in that 1% that I'm making skillions of dollars. I am not in the 1%. I'm not in the 5%. I'm barely in the 15%, but I'm certainly not in the 80% of poverty. And I thank God for whatever stage I'm in. But for everyone else who are nowhere near that 1%, they all strive to be that 1%. But that's the thing about 1% is 1%, which means it only could be one. But it seems that everybody wants to be rich and wants to be wealthy because it seems so attainable these days. Back in the day, wealthy people, they were in a social class and they had generational wealth and they had doors open for them thanks to privilege. And those who did work, they worked really hard, they saved, they invested, and there you have it. But even today everybody is being seen everybody is being heard and everybody could be a star right from your cell phone anybody could upload a video of anything accrue a whole lot of money really really fast and boom now you're a part of the elite but is it worth it i don't think so i don't think so i don't think that people realize what the wealthy have to go through to stay wealthy because wealthy people have way more stress than we common people because wealthy people are always not only trying to obtain money but have a hard enough time to keep money when you accrue that type of wealth there is always somebody that's coming after you to take what you have and especially with history that just seems to be the go-to thing to do to try to obtain wealth. Nobody wants to earn their wealth anymore. They want to take it from others or make it a little more accessible to themselves. And this is why money and wealth are, well, love of money and wealth is the root of all people because people forget about their humanity to get it. But rich people got it tough. And I'm not saying that poor people don't. And I'm not saying those middle class people don't either. But rich people have it a lot more tough than we think. Because all of that wealth, it just looks good on paper or it looks good to us. But they don't always have it. They have stockholders. And they have employees. And they have staff. And they have a whole lot of people to pay that money to. And they always have to keep it going. What do they don't have is freedom. They came rich people, wealthy people, because you will be known because everyone who is rich and or wealthy love to flex. So that means that everyone is going to know about what you got. So that means that they do not have the freedom to just walk around, go to Target, buy what they want to buy, and then go home. They don't have that. So to have all of these riches and wealth and money it takes away your freedom. It takes away your humanity and the goodness that that makes up your humanity because you're doing anything to get there and stay there. And at the end of it all, after inflation, after all of these investments, after people are trying to harm you and even kill you to obtain it, you are left 
with a figment of the imagination. This is why love of money is the root of all evil because it just exasperates all of your insecurities. So from this angle, I'm glad that I'm not wealthy, at least in the world. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe in the Bible and a lot of people don't believe in God. And I pray for you each and every day because I definitely believe in God. But did you know that the Bible says so much about money and it gives you a step-by-step blueprint on what to do with money for when you get it. And I think a lot of us do not abide by this, which is why there's an infrastructure of the class society, you know, high class, low class, upper middle crust, lower middle crust, whatever the case may be. That's because we humans always have to define things and wealth is one of them. But God has already defined wealth and he tells you what to do with money because we humans have ultimately forgot that money is just a tool. It's just a tool to exchange goods. It's dead trees. And guess who invented trees? God. See what I mean? So there's a few passages in the Bible that tells us exactly what to do with money when we get it. And for me, it explains why a lot of us don't have it like that. So let's go with Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Brothers and sisters, that is the scripture that I base my entire existence on. I am always blessed, thrilled, and happy to have what I have. No matter what stage it is, I am just grateful for it. And I do share every chance I get. Whether I get my paycheck and I give it to someone that's uh do not have it on the streets or i give it to someone that i know give to a church give to uh causes that i believe in i give and that's because i know that doesn't belong to me i'm just a steward and if it can help someone else just get a better sense of life while here on earth and if i'm able to do that then i will so yes i give and by the way where do they get off thinking that you have to have a whole bunch of money to give you can give when you do not have it but that's another topic for another day another verse that the bible says about money and by the way there are so many you may want to read the book of proverbs because proverbs is a step-by-step guide on how to raise children, how to exist in the world, and how and what to do with money. Just so you know. So if you're a believer or even a non-believer and you're just curious, pick up the Bible, take you to the book of Proverbs. And speaking of Proverbs, I have two scriptures that say something about money. Proverbs 13 and 11. Wealth gain hastily will dwindle but whoever gathers little by little will increase it now i think that is true too i mean this is why they say that millionaires that win the lottery are usually broke busted and disgusted within 
five years. It used to be seven, but now it's five. Because, let's face it, brothers and sisters, we don't know what to do with money. We can't handle it, especially if it comes all at once. Because we do nefarious things with it. We do horrible stuff with it. And we invest or not invest and we spend, spend, spend. Because we think that these worldly possessions mean something. And they don't. Just so you know. In the last verse from uh the bible about money and it's not the last but it's the one that i've written down that really connects with me is this is proverbs 10 and 22 the blessing of the lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it like i've said before people who have mass amounts of money are usually the most miserable people so if wealth is always equated with misery i'm good don't need it think i stick with what i got right now and just be grateful for it see how simple that is brothers and sisters so the next time you're thinking about getting a whole lot of money because your life will be better just think when you get money whether it's huge massive more than you can ever dream of or just more than what you have currently you're going to just be one step closer to examining your own misery and that's just no good brothers and sisters so i think it's just better for us to just be cool with what we got and the materialistic stuff on the world yeah that's fine and that's cute but it is fleeting it doesn't last forever but you know what does eternity with jesus everlasting life and then think about it you've worked for stuff that our father in, in christ already has for you that just seems silly to me we work and work and work and work and we save and we invest and we keep ourselves up at night and we're looking at the market and we're checking out the bullpen and then by the time we go none of that matters can't take it with you has zero value in the kingdom of heaven even if you're not a believer once you go it doesn't go with you because remember we're trying to create generational wealth and then if you don't have anyone to leave it to then what it just goes back to the powers that be which is the law here on earth it's kind of sad isn't it so it seems as though that you've wasted the best part of learning about god or even enriching your spiritual bank account for money just for it to not mean anything i think i'm good because if being rich means that i'm going to be miserable and cautious and that someone is going to take it away from me and then it has no value in the everlasting life then i don't want to waste my time i think i'd rather just get to know the lord better create that relationship with him because he's a loving father and he's going to share that wealth with you i don't want to have to work for something that i already have it's like hmm it's like playing the stock market and becoming a billionaire when you already have a trust fund seems kind of silly to me especially if you're going to just hoard it and keep it for yourself that's selfish and indignant so is it worth it i don't think so you can't earn salvation you can't earn your spot in heaven and you certainly can't take it with you when you go on the ground 
So why do we chase generational wealth? We want our kids to be okay. Well, there's a better way to create generational wealth. And I don't mean monetary. Teach them value. Teach them community. Teach them family. Teach them love. And let them spread that. Because that is everlasting. Just so you know. So, brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in with me once again. And I hope you liked your tea and your coffee that you were sipping on while we was having this discussion of generational wealth. I think I'm pretty wealthy. Okay, maybe not monetarily here on earth. But I have love, I have peace, and I have very little to absolutely no stress. Good enough for me. Hope it is for you too. So until next time we speak again, take care of yourselves and God bless. Oh, and by the way, I love you. Bye. Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning into the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, check me out on Wisdom for live sipping chats. Feel free to rate, comment, follow, and subscribe to the show as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. Until next time, stay blessed.